Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, it's time for your question at the top of the show, Dave. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, this, is a, this is a question because I don't know the answer to this question, and we've been friends for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to ask you. Uh, here's the question. Dave, what's your real name? My real name? Yes. Dave. Your real name is Dave Rosinski. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Why did you tell me your name wasn't Dave Rosinski for so many years? I never told you that. Yes, you did, Dave. <laughs> when? Constantly. You? you don't remember that you told me your name, your real name wasn't Dave Rosinski for many years? I don't know. Wait, are you Victor? Oh my God. <laughs> are uh, we please, on everybody, check internet? us out at Six Unseemly and all social media at unseemlyquestions.com. Let's get the show started. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Barnado. This is my sidekick, Dave Rudzinski. We've got a great contestant on the show today, everybody. It's Christian Finnegan. Come on up, Christian Finnegan. Yeah, welcome. Hello. Well, pleasure thank you. to be here. Thank you for having me on this joyful occasion. Thanks for coming. Awesome. Thank you for being You're so cordial. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why does Rachel's uh, hold screen... Uh, look like she's trying to sell me supplements. Uh, well, let's Good introduce question. the studio audience first, and then I'll let, I'll let her tell you it's herself. Presentation. Uh, it's Paul Hooper and, of course, Rachel Teichman in our studio audience coming up. Uh, Rachel, uh, before we get started, Christian already had a question. Sure. Uh, Would you like to is, ask it again? Yes. You're the. What do you call the screen when your camera's off? Whatever. My the profile. Whole, the avatar screen. Profile the picture. Zoom oh, yeah. avatar screen. My profile picture. Yeah. Why does it look like you're trying to sell me like supplements at like the Javits Center or something? Like uh, the- that was that was at uh, a a different convention center. It was at a hotel, and I was presenting my uh, research, my applied research project, and uh, the professor. How who long can was, you make this answer? Like longer. The, well, she, I think she's trying to embarrass me for trying to take her down a notch. And she's, no, she's uh, yeah, really I was actually, trying to tell No, this is just Rachel normally. She's just trying to tell you about her professor. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so uh, she, she, it, it's something she was doing educational. It's just a picture from an educational thing that she was working on. That's it. Mm-hmm. Looks a little bit timesharey, that, that picture. Looks like I, you work at Cinnabon. <laughs> uh, I'd love uh, to get started with the show. Anybody else? I was All presenting right. research. That's how it was. Great. All right. All right. Fine. We believe you. Let's start the show. Christian, let me just tell you how this show works and then we'll get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions at the end of each question. I'll ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get, at the end of the show, we'll decide whether or not your appearance on the show is worth giving you five whole dollars. All right. That sounds lovely. Okay. It is time for question number one. Question number one. How many surgeries have you had? Hmm. Uh, well, I had my wisdom teeth out, if that counts as a surgery. I think it does, uh, right? I mean, t- mm. does anybody know? But I think it does. It counts. It counts. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that, that would counts. probably count. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
uh, I had my vo- I had vocal nodes removed in 2017 or 18. Those are like when little polyps develop on your mm-hmm. vocal cords, and when you talk, it just comes out like air. And uh, so, yeah, I had like I couldn't speak for like six weeks, and I had a little mm-hmm. whiteboard that I carried around. And then this past May, I had open heart surgery, and so that that means three, three uh, surgeries. That's way more aneurysm than aneurysm surgery. Yes, but the aortic aneurysm one—that was the only one I actually like stayed overnight for. The other ones were outpatient, and hence not as traumatic. They went in your throat, and that was an outpatient thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I was out that afternoon. They don't keep you if they don't have to, especially not with my shit insurance. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think I've, I think I've had, I've had oral surgery only have, how many surgeries has anybody else had have been in surgery? Yeah, I wasn't before? counting oral surgery. Didn't. Yeah. You said your wisdom, wisdom teeth. teeth, but I'm saying, yeah, I, do crowns count as no, uh, but no, no but I don't, no. I don't think it really compares to open heart surgery to say yeah, wisdom <laughs> teeth pulled. I had my wisdom teeth pulled. I know what you mean. Wisdom teeth, you know, for when you're a kid, that's a pretty traumatic type deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess. I had wisdom teeth, and I had a lazy eye as a kid. That was definitely surgery. Oh, I have a lazy eye as an adult, and my sister really wants me to get the surgery to correct it, and I just keep refusing, and it makes her very angry. Why? You keep? Is it just because it would be like you've already you've gotten this far, and why readjust now? Exactly. That's exactly why I say I'm just like I'm not surprising anybody if at this point, at this point, if nobody's like, oh, that really changes things for me with you, Victor. I've completely reassessed. <laughs> I, I don't like, know. I, just, I have a lazy eye. I'm just one of those guys who has a lazy eye. It's fine. Uh, all all <laughs> of my friends are getting their teeth fixed nowadays. So there you go. Um, and how many surgeries have you had, Rachel? Um, I did have a wisdom tooth removed. And then I don't know if this counts, but like I had a colonoscopy and endoscopy. That's not like surgery, but they put you under. It counts. It counts. All right. Yeah, I think uh, if they put you under, that probably... That it probably counts. is enough. It's well, enough. Christian, I am going to say that uh, for that question, no bell. And I'll tell you why. What? I don't know. Uh, yeah, because it's a, yeah, it's a factual answer. I know. It, How it, can it you get fault. that wrong? It was my fault. <laughs> Unless only, my if, fault only if you think wisdom teeth doesn't I, count. That's I the thought only asking way. how many surgeries you had would lead to the like this wild and no, interesting, I'm sorry, really, yeah. totally I can tell you about amazing surgeries family members that would that would take us, uh, but that would yeah. take a long time. Uh, yeah. uh, you know what? I think I can win this next in the extra bonus round. Uh, my dad had <laughs> something have one of those. <laughs> that I referred to as multi-ball <laughs> syndrome because he had these little benign growths that were growing in his ball sack. Uh-huh. He had like eight Multi testicles balls. like uh well wow. they weren't they were just little uh benign balls but then it is his sack blew up really big and then when they <laughs> did the surgery to take them out they didn't sew them up properly so it got infected and it got like volleyball size and oh, then wow. when they finally wow. corrected that he just had this like loose balloon that would like hang down the leg of his pants i think it's retracted some over the years uh-huh but my dad is like a super big nutsack, which I'm sure he'd be thrilled with me saying on a podcast. I, I, I really, my, my question for you is how would you think that that could possibly make me want to ring a bell for you? Because who doesn't love a big nutsack, right? Ladies? <laughs> I don't. Big, empty, floppy nutsack. <laughs> I guess, I guess that, that would be it. me. That would be me. I would be like, nah. One that you can like <laughs> pull over your nutsack. face like Vincent D'Onofrio. No, it's black. not my favorite thing. It's I like guess. one of those, uh, give me a nutsack with nothing. Great story, but no bell on the first nothing? question. 
I know exactly. commercial. Uh, it is now time for question number two. But before we do that, can you tell people out there what you do? Uh, I sit around and I stare at the ceiling and I find ways to eat hours uh, to make the uh, the the day go away until I am either forced into doing stuff by my wife or by my dog's needs. And then I go out and I do sets at night to pretend that I'm being proactive about my life and career. I love it. All right. Much pretend. There's <laughs> Very a lot existential of, of you. A lot of judgment in the job description. Got to be honest. <laughs> Where are uh, the, all these pretend shows going on anyway? The, what do you mean? The what shows? Pretend shows. What do you, I don't know what that means. He, he listened to half of what you said and kind of like jammed together words in his mind. Gotcha. Because you said you pretend to be working on your career yes. going doing shows. I and do he shows just heard at pre- night as he a heard way to pretend be like, I have shows. forward motion. Yeah. Um, yeah. He got it. He got it. Um, I was just trying to let you know how day works. Uh, it is now time for question number two. Question number two. How useful would you be during the robot apocalypse? Probably not very, I'm guessing. I'm not a I'm not a real we can overcome kind of dude. I, I'm uh-huh. more of like a I guess we're doing this now kind of dude. And so I don't really know and, and what few skills I have are mostly based on sort of persuasion and conversation, which I think would be especially ineffective against a robot who is using like, you know, a cold algorithm uh type mindset. Um uh-huh. so I think if anything, the only the only reason I might be helpful is that I no no there's no there's no there's no helpful I'd be dead immediately immediately. Wait, actually, there's there is a way. I mean, I think because if you have if you're persuasive and you also would be wouldn't fight, maybe you could be useful to the robots. Like they, no, you could be like an point. advocate for the robots who they hire, and they're like I convince the rest of the humans into being sort of pro robot. I think. I, you know, because I could be like, look, they're just better than us. And right. so why do we as human beings always have to center ourselves in this world? Uh, kind of take a real sort of a sensitive uh, multicultural attitude being like, you know, uh, I, me as a cis white male, why do I always have to center myself? And why do we as humans have to center ourselves in this world? Perhaps it's our turn to be somebody else's pet. So, so and basically, so, you're going to tell the rest of us what to do while you get better housing accommodations and food from the road. Oh, you are so <laughs> That's the job. It will not take all. It will not take much to huh? uh, to get me to sell you all out. I whatever is going. to We know who to look out for now during the robot apocalypse. It will not so, be me. And I, 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 I get if you murder it. me because of it. I don't blame you. You would be. You would definitely seems like you would be useful to the robots. And in fact, uh, but I'm going to say no bell for uh, for betraying humanity. So. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm over too. What can I tell you? Who would you? I be if I gave you a bell for betraying humanity? Well, here's the thing is yes. that I could not betray me. You could not betray humanity and I could, and we're both going to be equally as dead is my feeling. I just, you just might die a little quicker than me. Well, yeah, but I mean, isn't it, isn't part of like how you lived part of what existence is about? No. Nah. No. Is it who lives the longest? It's Not really. I think it's overstated. I think it's something we tell ourselves, but when push comes to shove, well, you know, there's no way to tell who's right. So <laughs> I guess move on. Uh, Time for question number three. Question number three. 
What was your last Twitter fight about? Well, I did, the day after the insurrection, I tweeted something along the lines of, uh, sorry, you suck at stand-up comedy and had to become a right-wing podcaster. And that kind of was a bit of a kerfuffle. Because uh, certainly during the pandemic, a lot of, shall we say, replacement level comedians, and I don't mean that in an overly harsh way, because that's probably what I am too. Uh, a lot of sort of replacement level comedians sort of found an audience by leaning into all of a sudden being right wing or, you know, misogynist or whatever. And God bless them. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your life. What you're doing isn't comedy and don't fool yourself and say that it is. Uh, but th I, that seemed to have uh, gotten some some people to not like me. What's a replacement so. level comedian? I'm saying that, like, if you took your average comedian in terms of talent, it's 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 sort of a sports term. Like when you were uh, when you uh, there's a, a term called VORP, which is value over replacement player. And so you look at a player and you say, like, does he have a value over your statistically average NBA player? And so you might have a VORP of like 1.15 so that you're like better than the typical average player at your position. And so the people I'm talking about, they're not bad comedians by any means, but they're sort of standard issue in the mainstream of pretty good, but not oh, great. Comedians. Yeah, I understood exactly what you meant. It's just like, I mean, if I were, if you asked me what a replacement comedian is, I mean, besides Dave Rosinski, I would say, whoa, whoa, it's whoa. Like any, I mean, it's, it's basically like a comedian. It's like a comedian who is just like good, but is not like, is not actually, you know, gunning for the stars either. They're just like a good comedian. Working, they're comic. not like working, comic. Yeah, a working, comic. And, you know, and I have a lot of respect for for that. You know, I, I really do. Um, but I, I know it has a very negative connotation, but maybe I mean it on some level. So that that is my that is probably the last Twitter fight I was in. OK, okay. well, uh, that was a great story. So I'm going to give you a bell. Cool story, I knew, I knew. bro. I knew um, if I just in long enough, I would get that tasty, tasty bell. <laughs> I actually won a Twitter fight by uh, because I well, I will fight people on Twitter, but I'll use nonsense instead. And so one time I was responding to people in hexadecimal and then some guy was like, you know, anybody can translate hex hexadecimal <laughs> because he was because I was doing these hexadecimal thing. He was like translating them and coming back. And then the, the last thing that I put up in hexadecimal that he never returned was only an idiot would be translating hexadecimal for, to try and win a Twitter fight. And then he just never responded yeah. again. That's, uh, that's respectable. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Good hexadecimal time. Uh, all right. It is now time for question number four. Question number four. Have you ever owned a switchblade? Why or why not? I have owned a switchblade. Uh, yeah, switchblade, there we go. Switchblade comb. Oh, which I love those. Oh, Very big deal. And that was, I went to Ben Franklin's Five and Dime in Chatham, Massachusetts, and I got myself one of those flip combs. Uh, uh -huh. Very big, sort of late Fonzie era, uh, early 80s, later days of happy days. Um, they were always at your sort of generalized gift stores. Um, so yes, that, but that is be the one splish blade that I, that I've ever owned. Uh, when I was a kid, all the sort of bad kids had butterfly knives. That was the big thing. Uh, like yeah, Switchblade, yeah. I feel like was maybe from a slightly previous generation, but oh, did I know some dudes? It was Chinese butterfly stars knives. and butterfly knives. Throwing those stars those. and but I was yeah. just thinking yeah. that when you were saying it exactly. Yeah. Those mm -hmm. were like the gamer gators of their time. 
And in Brooklyn, as kids, we had access to buy them at almost every store. You really? Just, you just would buy a few throwing stars and nunchucks if you needed them. Yeah, yeah. Throw in a few, can you just throw in a few throwing and stars? And they just, used to also Dave, sell firecrackers. Dave grew up in like 1970s mafia movie Brooklyn. So that's like it was the 80s it was like a very different. It was Brooklyn. the 80s still. Yeah, I remember in yeah. junior high school, kids it would make them in shop class. They would try to make mm-hmm. their own Chinese stars. Yep. Yeah. And Playboy bunny clocks. We never had Playboy bunny clocks. We just had my friend TJ, whose brother had all these penthouses in his closet. Now, and see, go now we're going somewhere. And then he'd want to get naked for some reason. It was <laughs> wow, here we go. Wow, uh, living but, pre-internet, wild days, huh? Really, qu- yeah. really quickly. Uh, really we'll quickly, tell you all about it one day, Rachel. Really quickly, everybody else. Rachel, have you owned a Switchblade? Uh, yes. yes. Well, Paul, have you owned a Switchblade? I think same as Christian that I had the comb and then I had butterfly knives that I mm-hmm. wanted a fair in North Carolina, which is where gotcha. I was raised. You could win them at the fair every year. So I had mm-hmm. those. Yeah. But never a switchblade knife. I don't think. I got okay. a switchblade knife at an arcade in South Carolina a couple of years ago. All right. And I have actually owned a switchblade, but I never used it or took it outside of the house. So there you right. go. And you, Dave, you've owned every weapon. No switchblade, but a uh, butterfly you've never owned knife. A switchblade? No, butterfly knife, like chucks, it. and uh, throwing stars. As a kid, those were the standard weapons as kids. <laughs> okay, that. got it. All right. I'm from the uh, school shooter era, so none of us had weapons. I'm going to say Bell uh, because it was a great conversation. Uh, I did play is... Danny Zuko in Greece, so it's possible I may have had a switchblade prop. I don't, don't remember. <laughs> well, that um, would be the switchblade comb. Probably. Sorry, Victor. That's okay. It was great. Uh, it, was, it was great information about your... Grease days. It is now time for question number five. Question number five: Which Muppet would you have sex with? Oh man, I think probably the uh, the 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 woman in the band. Uh, what was Saxophone her name? Player. Yeah, yeah, with the beret. I forgot her name. Uh, what was her name? It was, was, it, the, was it really kind of like hippy dippy with the big lipstick? It was. The, it was something with a J, like Joanne or Janice or Janice. Some, Janice. That's I think it. it was that's Janice. correct. Yeah. Janice. Yeah. Right. I think I probably would have slept with Janice. Um, <laughs> okay. She's a groovy chick. Uh, what can I tell you? She's, 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 I'm gonna say no bell on that question because the correct answer was Doctor Teeth. Oh really? Mm. No, I'm I, just kidding. I just but that's my favorite answer to that question. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to. I don't want anybody named Doctor Teeth. Right? <laughs> what, guy, what guy likes that? Am I right? When when we were writing this question, I was like, oh, it'd be so great if he answered Doctor Teeth, and I was hoping for it, and you just I'm didn't so do it. And and tell what would have happened if I had said Doctor Teeth? Would there have just been joy in Mudville? Well, you yeah, I think. Bell. Well, you definitely would have gotten the bell. Rachel and I would have gone crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't have been into it. Yeah. Thank you. Dave wouldn't have known because he doesn't write questions at the beginning of the show. Well, you know, if you had sex with animal, I mean, you knew, you know, going in that this guy is an animal. So, you know, it's going to be vigorous. Wow. I'm so glad you didn't get a bell on this one. I can't tell you. It feels like, feels right. Mm. Uh, I would go down on Big Bird, but that's not fully sex. Just, just. What about Ralph the dog? I'm mean, <laughs> just going to ask him every Muppet. Is that what's about to happen, Dave? You well, got those know. ears to hold on to, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Grover. Uh, oh my you gosh, like Grover? Yeah, uh, you know what? I want to go too on noisy. to the next stage of the show. Okay. It, but stage you can four. each have one more Muppet each, and that's it. Okay. 
Go ahead, ask him one Muppet, Dave. What about Beaker? You ever nailed Beaker? Have I ever nailed Beaker? Uh, <laughs> hey, I don't know, but the night is young. Paul, you can ask him about one Muppet. Go ahead. I don't know who Dr. Teeth is, so I'm still stuck. The leader that. of the, the, they got a Dr. Mm-hmm. John looking dude who played piano. Had yeah, like, exactly like, right. In the, he was in the band too. Yeah, he's I in the band. He, we're comedians, so we all want fucking musicians. He had a hat. I worked with my childhood, but I can't remember that. Only certain Muppets. I don't know all their names. Stop wow. Muppet blocking, I, I got to tell you this, Paul. I know it's, you're not the contestant, but no bell. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> what, well, go ahead. You can ask him one more Muppet. Um, what about Cookie Monster? <laughs> That's Cookie not a- Monster. Uh, Cookie Monster seems like he would have like body issues. Uh, like once you actually have sex and be like, oh, turn off the lights. Don't look at me. Uh. <laughs> he, he's not a Muppet. He's on <laughs> Sesame Street. Because he has all the shame from eating all the cookies. Do you know what I mean? Bird. Like, ah, I'm, I'm disgusting. Me have yeah, googly eyes. <laughs> they're not Muppets, though. They're not on the Muppets. Yes, they are. They are they're, Muppets. They're still Muppets, They were Dave. Sesame Street was the beginning of the Muppets, and then it was such a success. that then Are they in the movies? The show. No, but I mean, they are technically Muppets, though. Well, they're in the Follow right. That Bird movie. That's for sure. All I'm saying is I never saw Cookie Monster on Muppet Babies. You weren't watching closely enough. Here is question number six. Question number six. What's the best impression you can do? I, I can do vocal impressions a little bit, but not so much visual impressions. Um, I do a one-word Mr. Furley impression from Three's Company, which is just... <laughs> one word? Uh, oh, sorry. Just, I, I was speaking over it. Do it again. Uh... Jack, oh, that's it. Uh, and I do an okay. Uh, I do an okay. Robert Smith and okay Morrissey. Um, sometimes I I will sing the James Brown song "I Feel Good," but as Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. I want to hear, hear it. Real okay. Bad. Okay. I feel good. I know what now. So good, so good. I got you. That's pretty good. Really good. (laughs) I like it. Felt like Lane was right here with us again. In his final stages of the heroin addiction, too. That final, (laughs) final throws. Right before they found him. I felt like yeah. he was rotting with us. <laughs> I, I hope people are watching the video version of this because uh, Christian's face was so into it. It was great. <laughs> I'm sure they'll hear I'll it in his you. voice. So it was real passion right there. Full it is. Me. It was great. It was fantastic. It, the audio or video version, I would highly recommend. All right. Uh, so that has been the six questions. Thank you so much. Uh, it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where they can find you? Uh, yes, I will be at PC Richards later today shopping <laughs> for a uh, <laughs> I see what I did. Um, you can find me mostly on the old Twitter machine, although I am <laughs> meeting with social media people this week to try to enter the 21st century. So look for me later on other platforms. Uh, mostly just Twitter, though. Uh, my website's ChristianFinnegan.com. I have four albums on uh, iTunes and Spotify and all that, with a fifth one, an album and a special, coming out this October 19th called That's Show right. Paper. And if you are listening to this, uh, you it is actually out because we're saving this episode to come out and promote. So, it's coming uh, out right. on October 19th. It's coming out on October 19th. Mm-hmm. This is this is October 19th, uh, where you can... God forbid. You can... Check out More Christian editing. Finnegan's More special, Show Your Work. 
Yes. Work. Please. It's out there. You can stream it right now. So make that happen, everybody. Stream it away. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and Christian Finnegan, uh, that is enough information. Now it's time to figure out whether or not you get five whole dollars. We usually canvas the room. We'll start with you, Dave. What do you think? Should Christian get five dollars for his appearance on the show? Uh, definitely. He made me think about my kid weapons again, and um, I'm still trying to figure out what other kid weapons I had. Um, uh, your rapier wit. Mm-hmm. That was one. That was one. All right. So I voted yes, right? Yeah, great. Okay. It's a yes. Mark me as a yes. All right. It is a yes. Dave Rosinski, very hard to listen to. Uh, Rachel <laughs> Teichman, what do you think? Should Christian get $5 for his appearance on the show? I am contractually obligated to say yes. What? Really? Why? Yeah, I, put, I put Rachel under contract That's later, true. earlier <laughs> today. Sorry. All right. That is an unusual turn. Uh, but I'm not going to investigate any further uh, because I want to ask Paul, what do you think? Should Christian get $5 for his appearance on the show? Absolutely. Yes, because he didn't get enough for that first. How many surgeries have you had? He's had open heart surgery. His dad's extra balls. That whole, those details and that story is great. It deserved more. He definitely needs. Okay. Uh, well, it looks like Paul uh, really is against my ruling on your surgery answer. Uh I didn't yeah, know I that just until say, just now, but whatever. You know how much I just to give to give you an idea how much this means. My dad has already gotten mad at me in the past for revealing personal details of his life on this podcast, and I just did it again. I put my relationship with my father in jeopardy, which I feel like is worth five dollars. Well, that's that true. is, I, I got to be honest, that's not on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's down to you now, uh, Christian. <laughs> Why do I keep saying it, ladies and gentlemen? I'm just having a good time. So, Christian, it is, it's up to you. What do you think? Should you get $5 for your appearance on the show? I think very clearly I should get $5 on the show. And if you need to put it on layaway, if you just want to pay me a dollar a month for five months, that would be fine <laughs> oh. as well. Um, I feel very like insulting. I... I have earned $5 from you, Victor. And uh, uh, it's from him. It's so. from him. I got to be honest. No $5. Your attitude is oh, terrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> terrible brutal. attitude. Brutal. I, I'm very surprised, but it is what it is. Thank you for being a guest on the show, though. You, However, you were fantastic. S Sally, you won't be going to college after all. <laughs> that was me talking to my imaginary child. Breaking it. School stupid. Yeah, I, need I totally got it. I'm sorry that uh, you felt like you had to explain it. Uh, Dave. <laughs> Wait, there's what did more. You, no. Dave, what did you learn from this week's show? I learned that when people say, hey, I had open heart surgery, I shouldn't say, oh, yeah, I had a wisdom tooth removed because then I sound like an <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dave, you're slowly becoming a person. It's great. Uh, everybody else, please check us out at Six Unseemly on all social media and unseemlyquestions.com. I thought it was .net. A podcast network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.